It's time for Cubicle Insanity. I've got Kim here with me and I'm Tammy. We're back together again to talk all about the great things that happen at work in corporate America or any other organization, I guess. Probably relevant in many areas. Um, join us for this podcast as we discuss the real insanity from the cubicles. We'll talk about leadership and leaders to experiences with life in the cubicles. Let's get into our latest cubicle insanity. Let's go. So, Kim, I, I think we're back to uh, a little mailbag. Hey, we've right? heard from our listeners a few Q&As. Excellent. Love it. All right. Mail time. Um, which, you know, this is going to be uh, probably a lot better than what I really get in my mailbox. <laughs> Junk mail and bills. <laughs> yep. So, uh, let's dive in. Let's go. All right. Let's see. The first question is... Uh, it looks like it's from a male employee. Okay. In an all-employee meeting, I got there on time in order to get a seat. One of my female colleagues came in late. Do I, as a male colleague, get up and give her my chair? Hmm. Mm. Okay. So an all-employee meeting. No. No? No. I don't think you have to. Why? Um... I I have a feeling we'll differ on this. Uh, I feel like it's more disruptive at times uh, for things like that. Mm -hmm. So he'll stand up trying to be polite and chivalrous. And she'll be happy just in the back of the room, knowing she was late, whatever. And now she's being sort of pointed out because he's getting up. And, and so it turns into this awkward, no, no, you sit down. No, no, you sit down. No, no. Like, don't do it. Just sit there. Mm-hmm. Tough luck for her. She should have got there earlier. Get there on time. That's right. Um, so I'm inclined to agree with you. What? Yeah. I thought you were going to disagree with me for sure. No, I'm I'm inclined to agree. I, I think it, you know, obviously I, I agree with the point. No, you sit down. No, you sit down. Especially like if he's in the front of the room and she comes in like the back of the room. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it very awkward. Um, And I think... You know, he shouldn't give up his chair because he got there on time. He yeah. was, and, and you want to be treated as a peer, then behave like a peer. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that you can't hold open a door for somebody. I think you should you, do it for everybody. You can't hold, exactly. Mm -hmm. You can't hold the elevator, but you do it for everybody. You treat everybody the same. And if there is some, like if someone's on crutches or if maybe there's a medical she's, condition, maybe she's pregnant, you know, yeah. where it, they would just be more comfortable, then yes, I, I, I would right. say get up and offer your seat. But just because you're a male I, in that situation, I don't think you have to feel like you. If it's just gender, but I would right. also say like if you're, I'll say a younger male or a younger mm -hmm. female employee and a person that is significantly senior to you in age. I would say offer them your chair. Right. If that's the way your mama raised you. Right. But there's nothing wrong with having manners in the workplace. I, do you know what? I appreciate manners. But I've also worked at a place where you know at you know an all-employee, all-department, whatever it is, meeting, that there's not enough room for everybody to... Right. Maybe it's in an auditorium, and there's always those people who have to sit in the back or go to right. the overflow or whatever. Well, then get there early, for the love of Pete. Yeah. Yep. Agree. 
Okay. I thought we were going to disagree. Maybe the next one. All right. All right. The next one. Uh, why are people just lazy or jerks at work? And how do you deal with them? Oh, my gosh. Okay. First off, I'd say just poke them in the eyeball. <laughs> oh, wait. We're not supposed to do that. Workplace violence. Why are people lazy? I think it's, uh, I, I think it could be many reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not interested in the work you're doing. Um, you can get away with it. You can get away with it because you're not being held accountable by the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you don't know how to do your job. Yeah, for right? sure. Mm-hmm. And, but flip of the, the other side of this could be, the person's perception. I mean, they could be a real busybody and think that the other people are lazy because they're doing their work, but maybe, maybe not at the speed or whatever as somebody else, but the other person maybe isn't doing their job as thorough because they're hurry up, get it off the desk, hurry up, get it off the desk. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. yeah, you know what? Okay. So interesting. I have worked with lazy people worked with jerks mm-hmm. but i do often wonder like if i think that of somebody there's got to be somebody thinking that of me right like somebody's thinking i'm the lazy one right. somebody's thinking i'm the jerk yeah it, i mean statistically speaking right, right that has to happen right so what how do you deal with them number one use your manners all the time mm-hmm. be kind to people I also think go ahead and talk with like if this is um, maybe a team member, either like immediate team or close, you know, mm-hmm. closely related. Talk to your manager, because I think that to your point, there's some level of um, I can't even believe I'm saying this. There's some level. Of, I'm going to call it team building. I hate team building, but I think there has to be some level of that done just to get to know each other, because then you know, is that person really being lazy? Yeah. Are they really being a jerk? Or do you just not know them? Right. And how they go about their yeah. work or how maybe they just are uncomfortable talking to people. Maybe they're scared of you and so they're not interacting right. with you. Yeah. So talk to your manager and say, hey, I feel like we the team needs to yeah. bond. Yeah. Yep. It, going to the point about a person being lazy, if that's your perception of the person you know say they're a peer because that is your perception right manager may not think that Mm -hmm. but do you would you recommend going over to that person and saying hey you know i see you're working on such and such you know i just did that you know three months ago blah 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 need a little help with that no no why (laughs) Well, I mean, yes, you. I think you should try it at least once. But I would like, so this is where I'm making an assumption, which you know what that does. Mm-hmm. So maybe I shouldn't. Um, when in the situation where you're working with somebody and maybe uh, you are feeling frustrated by their behavior by or how you're perceiving them, typically there's some sort of, outreach that occurs mm-hmm. in which you go no they are a jerk yeah um so yes i mean initially there maybe should be a a little something um 
but overall I think, you know, sometimes I, hmm, I was gonna say, I'm thinking through times even when I was a manager and as a manager, you notice, I think if you're watching, if you're a good manager, you notice that there's something, mm-hmm. what's the word, like a little uh, tension or a little mm-hmm. something where your people on your team are not communicating. You can, you're in a team meeting, you walk by their cubicles, like you sense that there's something right, right. awry at the Circle K, yeah. another movie reference. Um, And you should do something about it. Yeah. And have that conversation either with them one-on-one or, you know, have a little team meeting, do a little team bonding. Like just Mm -hmm. go out to lunch, talk about what did you do this weekend, just to get to know each other a little better. Plus as a manager, I think it's important, you know, be open in your communication. Don't avoid it. Right. But also as the employee, don't avoid it either. But think about what we talked about in episode number 16. Yes. And that is the feedback. Yeah. So peer-to-peer feedback, manager-to-employee feedback. Shouldn't you have that conversation with somebody that being, you, know, you perceive as being lazy? The peer-to-peer feedback. I'm not opposed. I think it needs to be, depending on what has led up to this point where I'm yeah. frustrated with them. I think it depends. Either yeah. it might just be better to have a mediator bring us together mm-hmm. versus trying to handle through. Address it straight on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. What, why are you, what do you think? I think uh, I I think it depends, mm-hmm. right? As all good HR answers start, with, it depends. <laughs> Every situation is different, Kim. Yeah, it <laughs> but I think you know. I think if you are in the cubicles, you're sitting together. You, whether you talk to each other, you just kind of get to know the person you're sitting by, right? Yeah, just chat. just from being there and yeah. and whatever, and you Eaves, overhear eavesdropping. You overhear conversations mm-hmm. because you got the loud talker, and yeah, um, then you got the whisper, and, and as the, they start whispering, you it, gotta listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's human nature, but um, if somebody becomes lazy when they're not have been when they haven't been lazy and they all of a sudden become lazy then i think you address it and just kind of say hey something going on i've noticed like you know you've not been yourself yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so i think you can address it that way but if they're a chronic lazy i think if they walk in lazy Mm -hmm. then i think it's a conversation with the manager to say hey boss you know i'm gonna toot my horn a little bit but i'm Pulling my weight plus. Right, I'm busting my ass over here. To get, you know, all this out. I don't, and you're holding me accountable to do that. And I'm trying to do my best, but I don't see the same standard being applied. I think you got to be thoughtful how you address it with the boss. For sure. Because maybe the boss doesn't want them doing everything you're doing. Yeah. Maybe there's different expectations, which mm-hmm. is a whole other issue, but. Yeah. I, you're, you're exactly right. It's just being thoughtful and mentioning it to the boss. Like, gosh, I feel like we could be working together better. I've been noticing maybe, um, not, not just as direct as they're super lazy. Can you tell them to work? Right. Cause it shouldn't be about 
boss tell them what to do. It should be more about how do we handle this together. Yeah. How do we deliver more results? Yeah. As a team, how do we add value and how do we help each other? Yeah. That was a, uh, that was a loaded one. Yeah. All right. Here's the next one. Direct from an employee, um, from a manager who sent this to us. It says, is it okay to take Oxycontin and drive the forklift? What do you think? It is absolutely not okay. Who in their right mind thinks that it's okay? Well, I, I'm i going to read into this and really hope that that employee who wants to do this, it's just because they're a dedicated and they want to do a good job and they want to be at work and they want to do... Fair, fair point. Right? Like, right. I would like to think that's where yeah, they're the coming from. Good intent, from. right? Mm-hmm. Good intent. But... If you have that kind of a prescription, you probably should not be at work yeah. if you are in need of that. Right. It's yeah. not good for you. It's not good for the yeah. company. Yeah. And so do you think it's a situation? Because that seems obvious, right? Yeah. Do you think it's a situation where the manager, like, needed the help that day? Or that... They wanted to be supportive of the employee wanting to work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, reading into this, I, I think it's, you know, the manager, I need all my resources. So, so this once, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> I mean, really, what's going to happen this once? Well, hopped up. <laughs> you know. We'll take the risk. It's just a forklift. Uh, but... Folks, no, it's not okay to be under that heavy of a, is it a narcotic prescription and operate heavy machinery? Heavy machinery, yes. You're, I mean, oof. and managers, it is not okay to ask employees to come in when they're on this type of a medication. Right. Something serious must have happened. Yes. Heal up before you come back to work. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think that's <laughs> obvious. But hey, that's just me. Uh, All right. Let's see. The next one. Safety first, people. All right. Uh, let's see. Keep it quiet. Sanity. I've got an employee who eats salad all day at work with wine salad dressing. Upon further investigation, We've discovered that the wine salad dressing actually is just wine. Ooh. What should we do? Drugs and alcohol at work now. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a theme. (laughs) Wow. So they're sitting at work with a salad on their desk, drinking right out of the dressing bottle? Apparently. We're pouring it into maybe a spoon. <laughs> How would you like a little lettuce with that, with that <laughs> teaspoon of wine? You don't seem to be going through much of the lettuce, I've noticed. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, you're going to have to have a discussion. Um, it, Although a tricky situation. Yeah. Because if the salad eater... Susie salad eater 
That's Susie Q. <laughs> Susie Not to Q. be confused with Susie Q. <laughs> She's an upstanding employee. Um, if she senses that someone's onto her, mm-hmm. seems like uh, you could get rid of the evidence. Yeah. So yeah. it seems like it has to be handled um, in a thoughtful well-prepared mm-hmm. manner. Yeah. Not acceptable, so it has to be dealt with. Well, I think, I, um, I think, you know, you got to kind of think about, does your company have a drug and alcohol policy? Because good, good call. Because I, I you, can't imagine when that doesn't, but yeah. If you don't, then mm-hmm. is it permissible? That's one thing I think about in this situation. So, you know, from a company's perspective, do you have grounds to say anything to this employee if you don't have that policy, right? The other thing I think about is... Well, are they driving a forklift? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are they driving? That's, yeah. Oh, you know, what is your responsibility when they leave the workplace if they're intoxicated? Mm -hmm. The other thing is, is do they have a substance abuse problem? And are you required or should you help them seek treatment mm-hmm. or do you just fire them? Well, if the policy says up to and including termination, if you have a policy, mm-hmm. then I think, I mean, every situation is different, Kim. So is this person's work Yeah, <laughs> showing uh, what the activities of the day are? Yeah. Don't know from the question, but uh, you know, or are they actually completing? Yeah, all the things you know expected of them. But I, I mean, uh, in a situation like this, I mean, there's there's got to be some planning and a little, you know, organization behind the scenes to approach the person. Yeah. Um, and to your point. I mean, they, they, there may be a lot more going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so doing it tactfully and respectfully of that person, even if it includes termination, but still right. doing it in a very respectful manner. Um, but also, if it's not going to be termination, handling it such that they understand what is appropriate, what the expectations mm-hmm. are, what the policy is, and what steps will be done. To your point, if, if this is a bigger problem... yeah. You know, here are resources or, you know, things offered mm-hmm. through maybe the, you know, benefit program or something right, like this right. that, you know, we can yeah. offer to assist. Yep. I would say on this one, manager, get your HR person involved, talk with your legal team as well, and do your due diligence as to what's going on. I would also throw in there, don't. Talk to a lot of people about it. Yes. It's uh, it's one of those situations where I think that you have to be, that you do have to be thoughtful and respectful. And mm-hmm. if you're talking with a lot of people, make sure you might mention like, oh, hey, did you notice? Yeah. You know, you want to make sure you're not imagining things. Right. So it could be that you have. Yeah. But, you know, leave it, leave it there. and Yeah. And get the the right people to mm-hmm. be involved. Yeah. 
All right. Next question. Um, I've befriended my coworker. We're we're friendly at work. Occasionally meet for coffee. Um, so a little bit social. Keep sending me pictures of their pets. We have similar pets in common, and they want me to send, and they want to send me videos of their pets. <laughs> what do I do with this? Because I am not interested in their pets. <laughs> oh, gosh. Block them. Kim, I know you're a lover of the pet pictures. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Control, are... alt, delete, erase, whatever. <laughs> uh, there are some people who really do love their pets. I would say um, I've also worked with I love new parents, don't get me wrong. But there are some new parents who are, you know, gaga over their their new baby as well. And yep. so there's a lot of um a lot of that. I I have been in this situation, I'm sure you have too, where <laughs> uh, where you're like, did they think I wanted did I ask for this? Like how did this why am I getting this picture? Um I think it's okay to uh, a ignore if you're comfortable with that, mm -hmm. um, or also you know let them know you know if it's just sending pictures is one thing, but what about those people who like run over to your desk? Oh, I just sent you this picture. Yeah, <laughs> go away. Because uh, that situation you you do have to address, you know. Yeah. And be like, you know what, I am working. I'll catch you later yeah about that yeah. make sure you sent me yeah um and deal with it that way if you're uncomfortable like ignoring then you know it might provide a little enjoyment here and there to yeah. get the pictures um I, I think it's okay to be like hey slow your roll on some of those pictures yeah yeah and i think it's okay to say something i think like to ignore and then like hey did you see that latest picture oh no sorry i didn't have time and i think after two or three times of them saying Hey, did you see that? Or <laughs> oh no, I didn't have time to look at yeah. it. That perhaps they'll get the hint. Yeah. Yeah, but if it is interfering with your work, I think you you do need yeah. to say yeah. something because yeah. then you're getting uh, drug into something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you also good. have to say, hey, how about a little bit more time focused on work and less on the pets? <laughs> <laughs> That's just me, though. <laughs> people uh i'm getting off topic here what about the people though that have the um uh that where they take either their dog or their child to daycare because i've seen both and the daycare uh facility has the cameras so you can like go onto their website or whatever it is those sites should be blocked <laughs> banned <laughs> i'm the curmudgeon in the office <laughs> they can watch their child or their dog uh i've been called over to desks for both mm -hmm. No. Yep. No. I haven't. I guess people know that I wouldn't put up with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you like, haven't? What the hell? Have you seen people sitting at their desks watching it, though? No. No? No. Because I, no. I think people have a sense, like, if I'm coming through, they're like, ah, close everything <laughs> down. <laughs> I don't know. No, I really haven't. I, I haven't ever seen anybody do that. No? No. I think my response, especially um, when I, the first one might have been a dog, doggy daycare. 
And so they're like, oh, yeah, look at this one is my dog playing with this other dog or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, my God, do you do this all day? You're at work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know who has I, – I don't know. You should be so busy that you don't have time to do this, right. is my personal opinion. Because it's what we're paying you to do is work and not watch your animals and your children. And all due respect to those that have animals and children, that's wonderful that you have them, love them. Love them, yeah. Whatever. My personal, you're at work to work. You're at work to work. No, I agree. I, but I think it's so funny. It's, well, I guess it's like those people who sit on Facebook at work all day. Oh, I have a friend that does that. All day. They've got it up. Whether they're like on that tab or whatever. Yeah. Um, I work with this one person. And, uh, you know, like doing, um, you know, WebExes or whatever with mm-hmm. share screens, you know, and look at things. She always has a Facebook and a Pinterest tab open. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, 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 that's for off hours, people. Yeah, or, I mean, if you're looking up a quick well, thing. Well, but I take that back, though. Okay. Because more and more companies are wanting employees to post things on Facebook and Twitter to keep their name and their brand out there. It's true, yeah. So maybe I need to rethink, like, hey, maybe it's okay to do that. But I think you should be doing it about work stuff, not like, look at this latest little crafty thing I saw and posted on Facebook. And I, that's not... Yeah, I, this whole Facebook conversation is so funny because, like, I have... Um, so I worked at a company that did block Facebook. Hmm. Uh they did it with no communication. Like, it was available one day, then shut off the next day. Uproar. Mm. People were yeah. not happy. I I think part of it got turned back on. But, like, not to the pictures. Like, you couldn't access the pictures yeah. or the things that were heavy on the, the yeah. actual network itself. Yeah. So, I mean, that was funny. But, and I thought... Why are you freaking out now? Everybody knows you yeah. on Facebook all day. Yeah. Like, stop freaking out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Don't be on it all day. You know, like if you got the tab open, it makes me smile, but do your work and click over right. there occasionally. Right. I think the thing that gets me is um, so, sometimes, and I, I'm not a big Facebooker, so, yeah. but I have heard, I've been shown um, that... Like, someone is supposed to be at work. We've all heard these stories. Someone is supposed to be at work. Like, mm-hmm. they're not taking off. They're yep. not on PTO. But yet they post on Facebook that they're somewhere that's not work, yeah. doing something that's not work-related. Yeah. That makes me laugh, too. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, okay. Okay. That was a little sidetrack there. Facebook. All right. Facebook and work. The next one... It's marginally a pet peeve, I will say that. You, uh, ca- you know, trying to meet with somebody, their calendars are completely booked. Mm-hmm. Never able to schedule with someone. And then you say, you know, you, you try to schedule a meeting with them and you say, hey, I'm trying to meet with you on this such and such day. You look completely booked. Any availability. And you get some snotty ass remark back. Well, my calendar's up to date. Mm-hmm. Well, shit Sherlock that there's no availability <laughs> for the next three weeks what do you do with that that's such a huge pet peeve isn't it it is uh, so what are we going to tell our listeners well first of all bravo for looking at their schedule and knowing that it's booked right because number one pet peeve is those people who send you invites 
maybe like you have one meeting all day and they send it for that time. <laughs> that exact <laughs> the only time. busy time you yeah. have. And you're yeah. like, if you would have looked, then you would know I'm not available at that time. Right. So that so bravo that yeah. they looked and they knew. Yeah. Um but oh I've worked with those people where like it's the whole entire day. Yeah. For weeks on end. Yep. And so I always wonder, like, are they just blocking off their calendar, like, so they have time to work or, yeah. like, what's going on? So you do ask them. You're like, oh, hey, I was trying to schedule that time so we could discuss whatever. You're booked solid. So I wasn't sure if yeah. there was, you know, some time that, you know, mm-hmm. would work better for you. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I've got this big project or whatever. So I've blocked off, yeah. you know, some time, whatever. Go ahead and, you know, book it for this time. Then there are those other people who are like, yeah, I know. I'm just so busy. Mm-hmm. Good. Then I'm going to schedule right over the top of your whatever you've got. <laughs> right. And then you can send me an alternate. Right. I, well, I do sometimes go, okay, well, how about, you know what? Um, it, How about I send it for this time? Will that work? Like, are you able yeah. to move anything? Yeah. But what about the, the, the opposite of that where you do show availability and somebody's like, to your point, schedules right over the top of it or... Like you've got one day that's completely booked. Maybe you're in an all-day meeting, mm-hmm. but like the day before and the day after, you have three or four hours of like white space on your calendar that they could put the meeting in. They're like, "Well, I want to meet with you on say it's Tuesday." Mm-hmm. Completely, I I need to meet with you on Tuesday, really, because Monday, Monday afternoon or Wednesday morning first thing that's all available. I mean, how do you respond to them? I send a proposal for a new time. <laughs> Oh, but it's urgent. I got to talk to you on Tuesday. What is so urgent that it cannot wait? Yeah. Well, let's do it now then. <laughs> if we're if we're fighting over the proposals right. and stuff, let's right. just talk right now. Right. Call me right now or yeah. I'll call you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm able to move it, like the, it happened to me recently. Um, Someone wanted to schedule a meeting at the time that I had something else. And so I just reached out through, you know, instant messaging was like, mm-hmm. if this is the only time that works for everybody... I can probably adjust my schedule, but I do already have something at that time. Mm-hmm. So if we're able to do it, you know, at another yeah. time, great. If not, let me know and I'll try to, you know, change mm-hmm. my schedule to accommodate that. And once they knew the situation, they clearly had not looked at my calendar. Then we were able to, you know, work together to find a time to make yeah. everybody happy. Yeah. But, yeah. It seems like... uh Calendar etiquette. What about the people who um, are out of the office but don't turn on their out of office? Yeah. Yeah. So irritating. So irritating. Yep. I think calendar etiquette is important. Maybe we could do a whole episode on calendar etiquette. Yeah, do's and don'ts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can maybe make a quick quick reference, too. Just yeah. everybody can hang on their wall and do it the right way. Yeah. Put it on our website, <laughs> yeah. typicalinsanity.com. <laughs> Do's and don'ts. All right. That's all of our questions. But, Tammy, we have an update. We do. We do. From one of our previous episodes, uh, I think seven maybe, we interviewed, um, it was about interviewing, and we interviewed both Cassidy and Mary Beth. About yes. their experience of interviewing and yeah, you know, being a candidate. They were both, yep. you know, candidate job experience. seeker. Yep. Well, they both landed new jobs. <gasps> Cassie started one a couple of weeks ago. Mary Beth starts hers in a couple of weeks. 
Oh my so gosh. I think we need to do a follow-up with them about their onboarding experience. Yes. We have talked about onboarding too. We have. And how it went. I agree. Yeah. And was it Cubicle Insanity that was the tipping point for them to get that new job? Well, of course it was. <laughs> Is there any doubt? No, I mean, not no, for me. There I think that they're both um, well-qualified candidates, and I'm sure that they earned the roles on their own. Yeah. Maybe a little help from Cubicle right, Insanity. You never know. Sure. You never know. So more to come on that. So that's good news. All right. I think that's all the questions and all the updates we have. All right. Well, I look forward to uh, having them both back on to yeah. to hear about their uh, experiences. Should so, we state the obvious? Yeah, let's state the obvious. Let's go back here. Um, one, be on time for meetings. Uh, two, don't be lazy. Be a good teammate. Work hard. Mm-hmm. Three, don't take heavy prescription drugs and drive forklifts. Yeah. Stay at home. Heal up. Just like if you're sick with a cold or flu. Don't come to work. No. Stay home. Stay home. It is cold and flu season. Stay home if you have it. Heal up. Nobody nobody wants you there. Or um, give all of us that are healthy advance notice so we can stay home and all the <laughs> flu people That's can That's right. All work. the sickies can come in. Um... <laughs> have, go stick with the trusty old ranch when you're eating the salad <laughs> that won't break any work policies well does ranch have a competitor maybe if you work at ranch's competitor <laughs> that's breaking a, a policy but uh yeah stick with straight up uh dressing don't be that annoying co-worker i mean yeah. if somebody is into seeing pictures of your pets you know do it occasionally. Moderation. Yeah. <laughs> Moderation is key <laughs> with everything <laughs> in life. Absolutely. And for the love of Pete, use your calendar manners at all times. If you don't know what they are, let us know. We'll help you. We're, we're here to help. We are here to help. We're happy to help. All right. All right. Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to all of our active military and our veterans. We greatly appreciate all that you do in our freedom. Stay tuned for our next episode of Cubicle Insanity.